0: Is it hard to become a real estate agent? Like, that is not the hard part. The hard part is getting your license and then saying, what do I do now and how to create my business?
1: Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics
0: and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the reverse selling methodology, Brandon Morinan.
1: All right. My guest today is here to talk about how to build a real estate agent business through social media and no one better than Liz Novello. Liz, thank you so much for jumping on with me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we kind of jump into and unpack your business a little bit and what you're doing these days. You know, what market are you in and and how long have you actually been in real estate now?
0: So I'm in New Jersey and I cover a few areas, um, mostly Essex, Somerset and Hunter and Counties. Um, This is starting my fourth year, um, but my first year I was a secret agent. So I don't count it, but I do
1: because it was such a valuable lesson in so many ways. Yeah, that's exciting. And I want to unpack all that too. And so, um, you know, how, how was your business in 2020? As we're making this recording in January, how did you end up in 2020? And and how was business for you? Sure.
0: So New Jersey had, we're, we're still really on lockdown pretty much compared to a lot of states that I see on Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, we, you know, have our kids only in school twice a week for four hours a day. Um, and my business was booming. A lot of people left New York city, um, and figured out, listen, month one, month two, you're living in your apartment you're like, okay, we'll get back to work soon. Life will be normal. Um, and people were in their houses six months and they're like, okay, our two kids, they've never been home with their children. They never worked from home. They're like time for, that yard it really pushed a lot of my clients that were teetering on the idea of moving to the suburbs because that's a massive huge move it's it's a whole different section than being a first time home buyer it's like moving to the suburbs should have its own uh own category. So it really propelled a lot of those borderline clients that were thinking about making the move in a year and you were just kind of warming them up to Liz, get us out of the city ASAP. And so a lot of de- deals went through in 30 days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So is your mark? And so I'm, I'm, I'm similar, right? So I'm in uh, the Detroit Metro market here in Michigan. We're still on lockdown as well. You know, what, um, Is the market still hot though? I mean, is it still very much Uh, inventory? Houses selling like like crazy?
0: So last week I closed on two properties. I just got two accepted offers on Sunday that I was negotiating till yesterday. Um, I still see it being a really powerful year. This is not the year that people, you know, during last year, people were like, oh, are we going to have another recession? Are we going to go through this home crash? It's Not like that. All the professionals are saying that this is not the year. Um, And we're not in the same position. You're not getting a loan, you know, just because you could fill out a form. Um, More people have equity in their house. All those statistics really show that. So we're having another really solid seller's market year.
1: That's awesome. And, And I couldn't agree with you more, Liz. I mean, I just made a video on my YouTube channel a couple of weeks ago talking and breaking down, you know, What what I believe the market's going to do moving forward, and there's just no evidence of this big recession that I think a lot of the media is talking about, you know, it's just just kind of clickbait stuff. So if you go back, I want to go back to the beginning of your career, okay? So I always find this to be interesting. You know, you get into the real estate business, and before you got into the business, what did you think? you know, you were getting yourself into as compared to what you actually went through your first year?
0: I mean, such a smart question. Somebody the other day asked me a question. I did a poll on my Instagram. I have a solid following on Instagram and I always want to bring value. So I asked, you know, what can I answer for you? And someone said, is it hard to become a real estate agent? Like that is not the hard part. The hard part is getting your license and then saying, what do I do now and how to create my business? So I guess... I've always been a salesperson, and I know that salespeople kind of get a bad rap, but it's naturally just something in my DNA. It gives me a high; that's my high. Um, I'm the person that has a garage sale, like has the garage sale, and I get mad if my husband wants to have coffee instead of bringing out the tables and putting out the inventory. As I, I take it very seriously, I also am the person that can make a thousand dollars on those garage sales, and it's mostly just the the high of getting the sale. And so. Um, I've always been a salesperson. So I knew my sales skills would play into real estate. Um, but I didn't ever really think about like that. It's a true business, uh, an overall business about marketing. And, you know, I come from a long line of family that owns their own businesses. Um, so I really thought it was more sales. And yeah. yes, you do the sales part, but you need so much more than that.
1: I love it. I love it. And, and, and yet again, I agree. I mean, I think that... Um, I talk a lot about these shows on HGTV and, and what, they, what they portray the real estate business to be. Um, and it causes, I think, Liz, a lot of people pain when they get into the business and find out how hard it actually is. You know, right. what, what is your position? I'm just curious. You know, what is your position on, you know, selling Sunset and all these, uh, you know, million dollar listing Do you think that does a good job portraying what it's actually like being a real estate agent or not?
0: I mean, I think that um, I've only watched Selling Sunset, I believe, once, Um, and my son, who's only 11... I could tell he kinda has the real estate bug that I had. Um, and he said, I'm gonna go there. And I'm like, you can't move to LA. I mean, you can go to New York, but I'm not, mom's not letting you go that far. But he just loved the whole glam of everything. And it looks right. very different than New Jersey. Um, and it's a different vibe. Um, million dollar listing in New York was really appealing to me because these are areas that I've, you know, walked these streets um, and know. And so I was always curious. Um, I met ryan uh surhan which was the nicest guy at at the first real estate conference that i ever attended was agent 2021 in miami and i was all of like five days in the business (laughs) um so i think it's you know it's reality shows right like we pay we want to see behind the scenes it's why um going live on instagram and showing showcasing your life Is appealing for people to kind of get a sneak peek. Do I think that um, all the deals go through? No, I, I know in my own business, I don't post anything that I haven't sold, but a lot of agents put out stuff just to keep showing the reps, which I respect, but they're posting things that, you know, can fall apart in the 11th hour. I mean, in this business, even with my two contracts accepted this week, this week, I don't get fully excited. I'm, I'm happy at that moment, but it's a long process to get to the closing table. And that was something I definitely did not understand when I first got into real estate. Great. You got the contract signed, but there are so many hiccups that can come along the way that could actually break the deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, well said. And it's so true. You know, I think, I think for me and in, in my line of work, you know, I have a real estate brokerage firm in, in Detroit and, and I train and coach agents all over the world. You know, they get into the business because they saw a show, sure. they get their license, and they think that this phone's just going to blow up with million-dollar deals and Ferraris and mansions. And, um, you know, I-, I go back and forth with it. I think those shows are very entertaining. Uh, do I believe that they do a good job, you know, sharing uh, what the business is actually like? I mean, I, that's probably debatable. So that's probably uh, better suited for another time. So so how did you get into the business or, or, or why did you get in the business? I mean, sure. your brother, um, Gary Vaynerchuk, has, has a large, I mean, he's one of the kingpins of social media. We'll talk more about him in a second. You know, of all the businesses, Liz, why real estate?
0: So I've always had a passion. You know why I even watch those shows when I do is I I actually love homes. I love design. Um, my my parents and older brother immigrated to this country, and uh, growing up, my mom would take us to open houses, and I would always run into like the kids' room, and I would always imagine it being mine and the best places that I always remember were like those model homes, you know, when they're building these townhouses or single family homes, cause they stage them. And I remember just wanting to live in that home. Um, in fact, my mom recreated on a immigrant budget, one of the children's bedrooms. And she got the idea from one of the open houses that we mm-hmm. went to. And my mom just always like made our home feel so, so special. Um, I was, a teacher. First, I started as a real retail manager, um, out of college. I, uh, was going to school to be a teacher and my senior year I was working and they asked me to be a co-manager and the money was really great. And I thought I'm making more than I'll make as a teacher. I think I'll stick with this cause I love to sell, but I really learned that managing is different than selling. Yeah. And so, um, You know, I did that for a couple of years and moved back to New Jersey and uh, realized that my true passion was teaching. So I went back to school, got my teaching license, um, and I taught first grade for many years. And I had my children and decided to stay home. Um, Staying home was, you know, the hardest job I've ever done. Uh, but definitely the most rewarding. And, you know, for years, I would send my mom listings from, you know, I would look up houses on Zillow and Realtor and all these things. And I would talk about getting my license, but I was afraid because, you know, when you're out of the workforce for so long, you kind of forget what it's like and you question if you're able to do it and manage it being a mom. And so I was going to fly out to Germany with my brother who was giving a conference or speaking gig. And I knew I couldn't get on that plane and say, I'm going to get my license for the 500th time because he literally would knock me out. So I was like, okay, I quickly logged on. I, um, signed up for real estate school and, uh, got on the plane and I said, I did it. You know, I, I signed up but I've always had a passion for homes, the idea of homes and uh, helping people.
1: I love it. I love it. So let's unpack your business a little bit. So right now, you know, as we go into 2021, you know, what is your business strategy look like? What are your main lead sources right now?
0: So my main lead sources, which has always been, are my sphere, right? Like whenever anybody says, Liz, I'm getting into the business, it's tapping into the people that know you, like you and trust you, right? So, really staying connected with your family and friends. Um, Social media has, you know, my Instagram has been such a big source. Um, just recently, I thought my clients had found me through my brother. He gives me shout outs and it doesn't hurt to be Gary V's sister. But, um, I just found out the other night that they're like, no, I actually found you. Like you posted something in one of the towns we liked and the hashtag actually worked. And Mm -hmm. I was like, really? And they're like, weeks later, they're like, holy crap, she's Gary V's sister. So it was really cool to see that, you know, the hard work that I put in because I really think social media is a huge pillar of my business, but I do put in the time to make it work. I'm not just getting shout outs and not following through. So social media, and then I'm really, this year, um, you know, Gary told me from the start, like head down, learn the business. Don't ask me for one thing. And so I really took to that. And this year I'm really pivoting and doing much more of a new Pillar of business where I'm doing a newsletter, you know, starting next month, which is really exciting, um, and just really outsourcing more than just Instagram, you know, taking on more parts of social media, starting a YouTube channel uh, in the next few weeks or months, um, you know. But these are things that I I was thinking about prior to the pandemic, but with the pandemic, things kind of pivot and uh, doing a lot more managing and timing out my day because I'm still virtually teaching with my, you know,
1: two kids. So hard. So hard. So are you, are you on a team or are you on so your I'm own? On,
0: yep. yep. I'm on a team. I'm with the Gosling group, um, at Sotheby's. Um, and it's great. It's, you know, a lot of people, I, I recommend it for anybody who's starting in the business. It's great to have somebody that you can lean on. Um, I'm a full-time mom. It's my number one job. So I'd like to have the team if I needed it, but also just a lot more independent and uh, which I find appealing to be on the team, but also independent.
1: Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And, and, and quite frankly, I, I agree with you You know, 100%. I think that every new agent, because the way brokerages are built, which we're going to talk about that in a second, getting into the business you know, teams make a ton of sense and a lot of teams make sense long-term too. So sure. that, that that's great that you 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 have that, that foundation and that group, that team atmosphere to help you grow your business. So are you, is, is the team working? Um, I know at one point, I think that your coach had you guys working expired. Are you guys doing any of that anymore?
0: So, so I, my team doesn't uh, coach with Tom Ferry, I do. So for me, um, Tom Ferry literally my brother hosted that conference agent 2021. And I met all the big wigs of real estate that I didn't even know who they were, you know? And yeah. so, uh, Tom Ferry really changed my whole business. Um, my first year, I didn't know what I was doing and he obviously picked up on it because he called me on my way to pick up my daughter from preschool. And I never get fees by, you know, like celebrities or anybody like big time. Right. But when I saw Tom Ferry calling, I was like, Oh my gosh, what is he doing? Calling me, you know? And so he's the reason why a lot of my business has pivoted and why I stopped being the secret agent and why I even transitioned. I originally was, uh, at a different brokerage my first year in real estate and why I moved. And so he said to me, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And just because you're on a team does not mean that the team's going to just hand you things, right? right? You're like, you're going on a team. You're like, okay, I'm waiting for this. I could sit in that office every day that I did my first year, but you're not getting anything just by sitting there. Right. So he said to me, Uh, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm like really uncomfortable asking for business. And I was raised in a family where we don't ask for things. And, and he's like, Liz, don't ask for anything. I want you to call in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, call every expired listing. Don't ask for their business, but find out what the grapes are. And in that moment, I did not want to call people. But if Tom Ferry tells you to call people, You better do it. So I started getting on the phone and you know, half the time people didn't answer. Uh, the other time I did like I remember the first time somebody answered and I felt like, oh, I'm gonna get the opportunity to be in their home. And then their daughter called me to make sure that I know that she's a real estate agent. What did what did I want from her parents? You know? So it was a lot of learning and it also just kind of changed my perspective of like, I can't just sit here and wait for business. I have to do something about it. It's like the way I look at my Peloton every morning. I'm like, I see it. It's, I purposely put it in my bedroom. I see it, but unless I'm getting my butt on that bike, nothing's changing. you got to put in the reps for results. Right. That's and it right. could be, it could be little steps because I was still teetering. I was still half pregnant. I was still like saying like, I'm in real estate, but I'm not. Um, but that was more of just my confidence issues. And so with Tom saying, don't ask for business, don't get business, um, really alleviated some of that pressure that I felt.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And, and, and that's really what I wanted to talk to you about is, is what you just said is what I want to really talk through because you have now transitioned to growing a, a great business. You've got a great Instagram following. But Liz, I think that agents look at agents like you and say, Ooh, I don't have to prospect Brandon. I don't have to make calls. I can just post on social media like Liz Novello and I can sit back, sit on my hands and my phone's just going to ring. Is that the case? Is that really what happens?
0: That doesn't happen. I mean, like I wish that happened, right? Like our phones blowing up, but you know, I think a lot of times, um, Even when people say, like, I don't really want to share what I do. Well, in this industry, there are certain things that everybody should be doing, right? But in my experience, I've not known a lot of people to actually put in the work.
1: Yeah, that's right. And so
0: there's no secret. Like prospecting, we know that. Uh, Circle prospecting, yes. Uh, Calling Fizbo's, yes. Uh, Doing that, doing this, unless you're actually doing it. Nothing's going to happen. So it's like, yeah, I do my social media, but no, or Instagram lives and, and, um, you know, spotlights of businesses and some houses and, you know, building my brand by showing who I am a mom and two children and, you know, love cooking and baking and such. So yes, but I'm answering every DM, I'm answering every comment, I'm still, you know, trying to grow each day and, do something better and and you know for me it's like very overall intimidating for a lot of new agents and even for myself like i'm still growing i'm still growing and yeah. I, you know when i think about it something that's really appealing to me is gosh i haven't even tapped in, in, into all the pillars and if i'm just doing a little bit of everything and seeing some traction I can't even imagine when I go full throttle on each pillar. you know?
1: 100%. And, and, and just to be clear, you know, Liz, I think when when I say the word prospect, when Tom says the word prospect, people think automatically we're talking about cold calling. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about proactively doing the work every day to go out there and build your brand. That could mean a lot of different things. That can mean, you know, mom groups. That can mean growing an Instagram following. That means... Calling FISBOs. that means working with divorce attorneys. Calling absentee owners. Doing—it's being proactive. I don't care about the tactic or the strategy. To me, prospecting means that we are in a business and that we get up every day and we proactively go out there and build the business. And so, you know, I, I think what would you say or what would you what advice would you give to agents that get into the business? That that have this mindset of waiting because ninety percent of our industry that's what they're doing.
0: Well, take it from me. My first year, I waited and I only sold one house, and I'm Gary V. Here, you yeah. know. So if I only sold one house, yes, I had high end rentals because New Jersey has, you know rentals that are more than a lot of people's mortgages. Right. So, and yes, my first deal was an NFL jets player because of my brother as a rental, but I only sold one house. That's really humbling. I like, I Absolutely. had to eat. I thought like, yeah, I'm yes. going to show this industry. I got it. I got my Vaynerchuk blood and I ate some great humble pie because the truth of the matter is you're not getting anything based on a name, based on having a lot of friends or family members that are possibly buying or selling, you have to put in the work. There's that's just ex- nothing about it. That's right. You, because think about this. like, yeah. If everybody's phone were blowing, off, blowing up, we would all be at a different financial caliber in this country, right? Because everybody that's right. then would want to be an agent. Yeah. Just like everything. Like... My first year of motherhood, it was so hard. It was so isolating and isolating. I was scared. There were so many things I needed to learn And then by the time, three and a half years later, when I had my daughter, it was like at the hospital, I was like nursing my daughter, like doing something for my son. And like, I'm a professional mom. Like I now think I dominate in motherhood, you know, I'm, but I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still trying to change as they change. It's kind of how I view the market. Like markets changing, got to adapt. My son is 11 and, you know, heading into preteens and I got to adapt and learn what that looks like or how I need to support him. So I think it's, you know, ever- lasting of evolution of how you do your business, how you do everything in life.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. You know, there's a great quote, you know, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. And, and for me, this business, you have to be proactive or you are going to starve. You know, you nailed it. I don't care what your last name is or or what company you work for. That phone is not going to ring. You have to go out there and make it happen. So let's talk about your, your strategy a little bit. Sure. So, so you've, you're doing really well building a business through social media, specifically Instagram. Um, what is, can you give us a high level understanding of of what the strategy looks like?
0: You know, I, I would love to say that I'm organized in what I do for Instagram, but what happened was I did a house tour. I sent it to my brothers and my parents and I said, look, my house tour, um, Because I used to watch uh, as a kid, my mom would watch Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous where they would like showcase the house. And I always loved that idea. And Gary's like, oh, go live, do that. So I sent it to my family and I'm at an open house. I'm working it. It's quite busy, but I hear my phone ping, 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 ping. And for an hour straight, my phone blew up. Like that's literally the only time I've ever experienced a real blow up. (laughs) Um, And I went from, I think like 500 followers to 15,000 followers in an hour.
1: Wow! And
0: I literally like couldn't even figure out how to turn off the notifications, but I was trying to drive home and use Waze. And I was like, I kept of a swipe (laughs) up, you know? And so I didn't realize at the time, I knew like something must've happened. So my brother Gary said, hey, guys, go follow my sister. Mm. And so when I called him to say, oh, my God, thank you. I was just sending it to you and AJ and mom and dad. And he said, now you got to put in the work. Now you better do it every single day. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And so it was like a blessing. But from that moment, I was like, okay. The things that I've heard him speak about at the conference, that, or you know, I used to watch his stuff just because I love him so much, and and I love seeing him. And um, you know, the biggest tool that I used was to document, document, not create. That's his biggest thing. Don't document, create. Like when people think about, like on Monday I'm gonna post this. Like I'm totally fine if you're kind of getting some ideas, and I do that. Like oh, you should post about that. But for me, I'm just documenting my life it's um it just makes it so much simpler and i guess in some ways i didn't ever realize like maybe i'm just creative i don't know but i just really think about i learned something new today i'm going to post about it or i closed on a house or i you know went into a store and it's the first time i'm in this new store in baskin ridge i'm going to show people around i mean one of the best moments were uh I think it was last year I was at a store and I was shopping for some holiday gifts and I did a live from there and I grabbed a hand. I'm like, okay, this is cute. And the phone rang and the owner went. And after, uh, my live, she goes, somebody just called to buy the hat that you just showed. And I was like, I thought she was joking. I was like, no, wow. she's like, no. and I was like, Hey guys, can you just like buy a house for me like this? Like, <laughs> I love that you bought the hat, but anybody want to buy the houses I've listed, you know? So Um, For me, I really take the approach of documenting and I don't know, like I, I think a lot of people say they're uncomfortable, but if you show what you actually do, I think it makes it simpler.
1: Such great advice. And and I love it. I mean, you said that on another podcast you did. And obviously, I'm a big fan of your brother's, and he talks about that all the time because you're right. I mean, most real estate agents, you know, I'm big on making video content. Like I'm a freak about it. You know, my team's making a video every single day of the year. That's our 2021 goal. But you're right. Agents get so freaked out. It's like, well, what am I going to talk about? Well, you're a realtor. Just document. If you're going to go write an offer, talk about it. If you're going to go show a house, talk about it. If you're going to do an open house, talk about it. And I love that advice, Liz, when you said that, even when you said it now, you gave me goosebumps. It's like, you don't have to create anything, just document what you're already doing. And, and, and so how do you turn that content, Liz, into like actionable content where people now are reaching out to you? I think there's the disconnect.
0: Sure. I think just, you know, there's always an engaging question at the end of my post Mm. or, um, you know, commenting on the comments, putting in the work there too, because you might post something. I might be doing that business highlight, but maybe I wrote like, what, what's the best, you know, holiday gift you're giving somebody this year and just engaging, building those relationships, like businesses, relationships. That's it. Like, I'm just trying to communicate with you. Let's, let's talk, you know, Um, anytime I get DMs, I'm responding to the DMs. It's, you know, it is a whole huge part of my business, but it does take a lot of time. It's not that I'm just posting. I'm commenting back. I'm appreciating. I'm encouraging. I'm, you know, building that relationship.
1: Love it. And and that's just, that's just the thing is, you know, I think people have this mindset of like, again, going back to what they believe prospecting means and what it doesn't mean. If someone sure. were to shadow you, you're probably sure. spending hours, just like, let's just take two business models for a second. Sure. There, there's uh, the the true, the people that are just pounding the phones every day, calling Fizbo's expired circle prospecting two, three, four hours a day. And no. then there's you, you're probably spending as much time, if not yeah. more, putting in the work creating the content, documenting, responding to DMs, uh, commenting, people, that's what I want people to take away from this. Liz, would you agree with that?
0: I I, I also want to add, I don't think people realize like my business does not end at five. I'm super available. I'm super available. I mean, I got a text message at 945 the other night. I'm always like a lot of agents are like, I have a hard stop at seven. I respect it. I just don't. I'm still building my business. I don't have the luxury of ending a hard stop at seven. I'm still replying. You know, for me, it's, you know, it's just working harder than everybody else. That's right. For me, when everybody said in this business, you can't be part-time. And I remember thinking, okay, I drop my kids off every day at school and then I pick them up. But that time block that I have, I'm serious about head down and getting my business done. I'm not scrolling on Instagram. I'm not shopping at Nordstrom's. I'm not, uh, you know, like just consuming TV or whatever else I'm head down doing my business. And I actually think that time blocking, when people talk about time blocking, I felt really fulfilled and really happy when my kids were in school and I had those hours to just bang out work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some- and then
0: they went to sleep, the continuation, and mostly that would be where I'm responding to the comments on my Instagram, the DMs. I get tons of DMs and comments. I don't understand when people, like for me, I'm so grateful that someone would even take the time. Right. Like today, I said, what's your favorite Martin Luther King quote? Because the day just got away from me, but I really wanted to post something. And just the fact that somebody wrote like a three-liner of their favorite quote i'm like gosh to take that time just to write your quote i'm appreciative of it
1: yeah that's a phenomenal what uh what what platform do you think makes the most sense for realtors to spend most of their time energy building is it instagram or do you think there's a place I mean, for other platforms I mean,
0: my brother says everything you know I'm, yeah. I'm not dominating on other platforms it's definitely something that will be moving forward on 2021 you know i'm i everybody's able to build their business at their speed. I think that, uh, yes, I'm Gary V's sister. And with that, like he, he's just always been like, I'm his younger sister. This is who he has been for his whole entire life. He is not different. He's still the most kind and generous human. He's also the guy who just literally can just open his eyes and create businesses in like a half a second. It, mm-hmm. It's always been like that. I've always been his employee. There was a difference about being an employer when i talk about when i used to manage like there's so many skills into being a a true entrepreneur my skill set has always been uh, i dominate much more on uh selling and and connecting with humans right like that's my superpower he just has them all and so for me um we can consume everybody's content. We know what to do, but you got to do it at your own speed. So for me, it was dominating Instagram. It's where I felt comfortable. But now I'm moving on to like, go into Facebook. Facebook is killing it for so many people, yeah. so many people. LinkedIn, like I'm much more active in the last week, two weeks, like I got to get on there. Uh, TikTok, like, yeah. yes, I don't want to show you, you know, I'm, I'm private. I started sh- sharing my kids much more this year. Um, But I don't want to do those family dances. We're horrible. Like I'm a good dancer, but it's only when the lights are (laughs) dim and like maybe half a cocktail in me. But like I mean, Um, but it's really pushing yourself to try those uh, different platforms. But really, if you can do them all,
1: yeah, it's great. What what what's the play on Clubhouse? You think? Oh, I love it. I know. I do too.
0: Oh my God. I love it. Okay, so I got on Clubhouse. I'm not even truly positive how it happened. And
1: um, I tried to invite you the other day, and you were already on there. I saw yes. your post on Instagram. You're like, yes. who's going to invite me to Clubhouse? And I tried to do it, and you were already on there.
0: I, it was unbelievable. I I was on Clubhouse, um, and the first time I got on there, I was like – I clicked on it, and I knew was voice, but half a second I was like, oh, my God, wait, can they see me? Yeah, I know. Uh, And I got nervous. And then the consumption just took over. It's like being, you know, here's the other thing. I really don't consume a lot. Right. I think a lot of people take time and consume. And I think it's awesome because I think you can learn from everybody. Right. But I really put my head down to learn the business and focus on only consuming Tom Ferry and my brother. That was it. And now that I'm on Clubhouse, just learning from other agents has been insane because you only know what you know. You only know by the couple agents that you're friends with what they're doing. Yeah. This just exploded and opened up different areas. You know, not everything's going to work in your market. Like, for example, the one community in Baskin Ridge, like, they'll call the cops if you do door knocking. <laughs> like, it's just not wow. happening here. Yeah. So, so different tactics, tactics in different areas. Um but it's been so exciting.
1: Yeah, it's for sure.
0: So exciting.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I think Clubhouse opens up a whole new experience for uh people that do consume to your point and the creators, you know, because you know, I have got some big plans for, for that platform for myself and and I think it'll just really open up a whole new world for for education and for learning and for connecting. It's going to be really cool. Uh, agreed, for sure. Yeah. And um, also
0: Whenever, you know, for me, I, I have the luxury of meeting uh, agents and, you know, most people don't want to move to New Jersey unless like me, my family's here and I'm kind of stuck here. But of course, like great weather somewhere or less expensive area to live in is appealing. So a lot of people leave New Jersey. Um, so I want to connect with agents that I'm comfortable with. I'm not somebody that would ever refer my friends or family to an agent I don't have a relationship with. This is a great way for me to meet other agents, build that relationship, you know, and also like whenever someone finds out about my brother, you know, and they reach out and it's so sweet and so special, but it's also nice to have agents that are just reaching out to me for me yeah. like to meet with me and then we have normal conversation right not, not hey liz if you need somebody in you know seattle please reach out to me it, there's no right. building the relationship or it could be like someone an agent from mass wrote that oh it was so nice thank you for sharing on clubhouse and she's like I actually i have a sister that lives in morristown and then i asked her how she ended up in massachusetts and is she a patriots fan and then you know yeah. then we talk about if she ever comes, you know, after, you know, the pandemic dies a little bit or such,
1: I love we'll it. Up, you know? Yeah. So cool, Liz. So cool. So, so, you know, let's talk about something that I teach um, and everybody calls it something different. I call it pipeline maturity. You, you had talked about this on another interview that you did help realtors understand if they're new to the business, the fact that it takes time. I, I say to my students and the agents at my team, Listen, the work we do today won't manifest for three to six months in the future. Can you talk a little bit about that that concept?
0: Or even longer. I had clients over two and a half years. Um, I went on a listing appointment. I am a very honest agent and I give them the price point that they're actually going to get. Yes. And they went with somebody who offered them uh, to list their house $60,000 more than the comps and more than the CMA that I gave them. Yeah, they listed their property, and of course they didn't sell. Listen, I I say it like this: like I wish I were like six feet tall and a hundred pounds and blonde, amazing hair, <laughs> but that's not my genetics. Like as much as I can wish, 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 you know, I want to buy a million dollar house for you know seven hundred thousand. Like it's just not going to happen. So yeah. we can wish all we want, but the truth is, numbers don't lie, and so. Um, they tried it. I stayed connected with them. I, they said, listen, we're going to sell with this other agent, but we really like you. So can you be our buyer's agent? And I said, absolutely. So we found houses, we put in offers that were contingent on the sale of their house, but their house never sold. Yep. So we did that twice, which takes months. Yep. And the reality was guys, you're not selling your house. Your house is over overpriced. And please speak to your listing agent. Cause I don't want to, you know, I don't wanna badmouth other agents. Right, right. But please explain to your agent that we have a contract signed and that get your house sold in, you know, the thirty-five days we said that we would get it done. So they decided to take a break. And then in the fall, they called me and said, listen, would you come back and give us a price analysis on our house and uh, tell us what we should do? I went in there. I love, like, helping my clients stage. And, like, I have such an eye for that. I told them my ideas again. Um, I told them that they could use all my preferred, you know, vendors and that I have names. And I told them that this is the price. And actually now the price even has dropped down a little bit more.
1: Yeah. That's we lost amazing. that. momentum. Yeah.
0: And I gave them two tactics. I They wanted to try a different num, uh, number. I said, fine, I'll try your number. And I made it within a reach that's like, makes sense. But I said, we're not going to get it. And uh, I said, after 10 days, you're going to let me reduce it, right? That's the deal. If I'm going to put my heart and soul in this. And right. I need you guys to be on board. And I need you to trust me. So, um, and at that point, like we then, I become friends with it all of my clients. So at that point, I felt comfortable saying that. Would I say that at the first meeting? Definitely not. But I felt I could be a little firmer on that. And of course, we listed their house. Their house went on literally the week of the pandemic. And that changed everything. We had to go to plan B, like, let's get that video. Let's do a, like, let me show the house virtually. Um, Let's limit, but we got the house sold. And then they bought their dream house that they still tell me, oh my God, Liz, I love this house. And then that same client uh, is an estate, had an estate as an attorney and said, Liz, do you want it? And love I said, it. yes, I sure do. So that turned into three transactions, but oh. I was with
1: them for over two years. And that's the reality. I tell agents, listen, if you if you're coming into the business and you need to get paid on Friday, we got a little bit of a problem, <laughs> you know, because sure. it just takes time, it just takes time. <laughs>
0: This is the long game.
1: This is the long game. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, big time gurus, you know, uh, Tom and I, Tom Ferry and I, I feel like we're on the same page here, but there's a lot of big time voices uh, saying, hey, if the lead's not ready to to transact in seven days, throw it in the trash. And I'm sure you've heard that before. It's total. I just can't handle that advice.
0: Definitely not. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pounding. You can get there. But it's yeah. not going to close. And what, like the audacity that people think that they could even transact like that and get the commission that we do? It's insane. Come on. Like the guy working behind the cash register, like, is he saying, like, I'm not going to swipe these groceries because I'm not, you know, going to make X, Y, and Z by Friday? It's just.
1: It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to even fathom that type of mentality. And so we are in a relationship business, and things take time. So, Liz, what's the vision of your career? Where are you headed? Where are you going? What does the future look like ten years, five years, ten years from now?
0: I've always been such a planner in my life. Like I got married really young, like, and I wanted a family. Like I've always been the person to plan out everything. But something's so beautiful that I've really. Uh, experience during this pandemic is that you can't plan for anything. You know, Mm. I have goals, I have goals, but I don't set myself up for that. I'm just enjoying where I'm at. Yeah. And until it doesn't feel good, I'm out, you know, and, (laughs) you know, I have that luxury because I really now have built this confidence that I know I can do anything when I put my mind to it. Um, Five, 10 years, I just want to be happy. That's it. Like, yeah, I think about growing. Yes, I want to be the most known agent in Basking Ridge, New Jersey, or in New Jersey overall, like that'd be amazing in 10 years, but I know it's going to take time. I don't set myself up for those goals.
1: Yeah, no, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, um, any part of you that thinks that our, our industry uh, is in jeopardy from a technology standpoint, the Zillow's of the world coming in, what's your position on that?
0: No, I, I've, Put some thought, I think that they have a good thing going, but I, I still think you know that people like to interact with people, Yeah. that people want to work with people that they know. Um, but I think they have a solid, whatever the case may be, I'm going to adapt.
1: Yeah, exactly right. You go back. So if you go back and start it all over again, Liz, four years ago, you start as a new agent. What are you telling yourself to do differently?
0: Yeah, I think it's just not being scared to put myself out there. Love it. That that everybody, you know, has to start somewhere.
1: Yeah. Not be like, the secret agent. Don't be that secret agent. Love it. I love it. So Liz, this was a ton of fun. I love, you know, just having conversations with you and masterminding mm-hmm. with you. If people want to connect with you, where's the best place to find you these days?
0: I think it's probably Instagram, Liz Novello, N-O-V-E-L-L-O. Um, and... You could always, you know, give me a call. All my information's out there. Text me however you want.
1: Awesome. I'll link all Liz's uh, information below this video, you guys. So make sure you connect with her. Go follow her on Instagram. She's super inspirational. Uh, Liz, thank you so, so much. I'm I'm glad that we have this relationship. I'm looking forward to working more with you as we move forward. And, you know, good luck in 2021. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do this year.
0: Same. Thanks so much.
1: We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.